Welcome to Mama Wears Pants with community hosts, Melissa and Lauren. We're two mamas who first met when we were pregnant and about to embark on the wild and crazy adventure of motherhood. Here, we talk about topics that reflect what it means to be a middle-aged mama in a chaotic world. If you're ready to join a community of mamas committed to personal growth, meaningful connections, and real conversations, apply to join us at mamawearspants.com. Hello, and welcome to Mama Wears Pants. I'm Melissa, and I'm joined today with community co-host Lauren and our guest for today, Nakenya Wilson. Nakenya and I met um, many years ago. I guess it's been a while now. We mm-hmm. uh, both worked at Ann Richards School for Young Women Leaders. And uh, anyhow, we connected past maybe, you know, maybe a few years after that, and I'm happy to have her as a guest today. Our topic um, this month is community. And, uh, or actually that's our theme. Our theme is community and our topic is identifying your interest in service and making an impact. So we've been interviewing several amazing, awesome and inspiring mamas um, here uh, talking about the various ways in which they are involved in their communities. So Nakenya, without further ado, welcome again. How are you doing today? Good morning. I am doing well and I'm really excited to join you ladies this morning. Um, this is the highlight or one of the highlights of my week. So thank you for having me. Well, the last uh, we last week we interviewed Larissa, and uh, and she said that was like a highlight of her day. So that that makes me very happy. I'm sure it makes Lauren happy also. So yes, thank you for taking the time. So Absolutely. why don't you just start off and um, tell us a little bit about you know what you're doing? I know as many mamas we speak to, you wear multiple hats and mm-hmm. have your hands in different pots. <laughs> so tell us a little about what you're doing, um, you know, as a community leader and all that. Absolutely. So um, I, I do many things um, in different areas, but since our topic is around community and service and such, I'll start with what I, um, it's kind of, kind of what I've been doing over the last several years that has taken on different forms. Uh, in 2016, I had my son and I had a traumatic birth experience. Shortly thereafter, I had an opportunity to start working with an organization called Black Mamas Community Collective to address Black maternal health disparities. And so I got involved and started speaking and doing public awareness work. And eventually what started out as a research project at the UT School of Social Work uh, turned into a nonprofit. And I had the opportunity to serve as the first uh, executive director. Um, and I've since moved on and done other things, but I'm still um, actively involved in a organization that has um, that's, has spun off of that, the Maternal Health Equity Collaborative, um, that is a coalition of different organizations that serve birthing people to create a perinatal safe zone for Central Texas. Um, so in that I still um, do that work. Now I am the um, community advocate on the 18-person committee for the state of Texas, um, the Maternal Mortality and Morbidity Review Committee. Woo, that's a lot. Woo, but, yes, uh, that's, that's a lot. Like, yeah. That's All right, like well, it was nice speaking with things. you today, Nakenya. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a great interview. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome, and that right there, awesome. And um, 
you know, awesome. Yes, because you are, and we're, we're having the opportunity to speak with you about such, you know, this important work, but not awesome. The fact that we, we, we need collectives and we need, co you know, we need coalitions like this addressing and, and um, focusing on these issues, um, mm -hmm. you know, especially for women of color. I mean, I don't think people really understand, uh, you know, the birth experience and um, all that. And I, I'm not going to even pretend to be an expert on that. Um, but, <laughs> but you've only you know, had two babies. Like, <laughs> Well, still, I think you like, can we, talk about it. Yeah, but you know, just the fact that we do, we do need attention to that. And, and, you know, here in the state of Texas. And so thank you for all of that work, um, your mm -hmm. service and dedication with that. Um, and, you know, you're a mom of three, I don't think I mentioned that in your, um, in your intro there. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, how do you juggle some, all of those things, you know, and, and mamahood, you know, and motherhood? Um, <clears throat> ask me tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I am a mom of three. I have a three-year-old daughter, a six-year-old son, and then I have a 19-year-old daughter who is currently in college. Um, and so, um, at one given point I was literally potty training, breastfeeding and teaching, um, my oldest to drive. <laughs> oh my! So, <laughs> um, low minds. Yes, I think it's you know, honestly, just setting an intention to show up as your best self. You know, wherever you are in that moment, and be present. So when I'm with my kids, I try to do my best to you know be present and to be the best version of myself with them. And when I'm in other spaces, I try to do the same. Um, but I don't check any parts of who I am at the door. So when I go into a professional setting, I am still a mom and vice versa. And my children know, you know, that mommy does work in the community that matters, that helps people. And I don't keep that from them either. I love what you just said. Like, I don't check myself at the door. I'm still a mom. I'm still a businesswoman. I'm still all of these people. That's, that's something. That's awesome. That you have the power. You have the power to say that without anybody else telling you. I think that's pretty awesome. Right on. Yeah, and, and it's really like, it, for, you know, it's that these, the women that we uh, interview, it, tends to be, you know, this, again, uh, this boldness, uh, this courage, you know, to carry yourself in that manner, you know, because it does take courage to be yourself and show up as the best version of you, you know, so kudos to that. And um, you kind of mentioned a little bit about this, but what have you learned about yourself since becoming a mama? Um, you know, it's funny, I was talking to my sister the other day, and she reminded me that when I was in high school, I used to say that I did not want to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always been very, you know, driven and very um, motivated to lead and help um, solve, you know, issues, especially societal issues. Um, and so I became a mom pretty young. I had my oldest at the age of 21. I walked the stage at the University of Texas with a six-month-old. Yes, you and did. Then, and that should be nice. proud. Not you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that definitely. I um, found more patience and more unconditional love um, than I ever knew that I could embody in being a mom. And that translates over into dealing with other people and being able to, you know, see them in a different lens and have grace and mercy. Um, because 
you have to have that in being a, a mom. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good reminder for sure. We have to remind ourselves of that, actually, you know. Yep. Um, well, and that's fabulous. I didn't know that about you. That's, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, mm. you, you know, thinking of your journey, you know, you were, you were a young woman, and then you, you know, became mom, and you know, getting your education and work and all that. Who, um, you know, who has stepped up over the years, supported you in any way, you know, over, over those periods, you know, which I imagine, like most people, you've had some rough patches. So who's mm-hmm. who, like how and who and all that have been there for you besides right. yourself? Because I do believe a lot comes from within us, but who else? Absolutely. How else? Well, sure. So, well, I was raised by my grandmother primarily um, and I was blessed to have her. My mom was the younger, youngest of six. And so she was, you know, older um, once I came along, but I was blessed to have her till the age of 30. And and she really was my champion and my cheerleader. Um, but she also was the person who um, really held me accountable to um, the values that I hold today, you know, integrity, authenticity, transparency. Um, and she, I remember when I found out that I was going to have a baby, I called her and I told her I was terrified. How old were you at that time? I was 20. Ah! I, I was 20. I was getting ready to run for student body vice president at UT. I was going to Costa Rica for some for study abroad that summer. Um, I just uh, gotten initiated into my sorority. So like, you know, life was life was good. And I had this trajectory. And I remember calling her and she I was terrified to tell her. I just knew that I was going to disappoint her. And she did not make me feel any kind of way about it. She shifted to, okay, so, you know, what are we going to do? And she honestly, you know, wanted me to come back home. She's like, you know, come back home so I can help you take care of that baby. But I was, I was determined to finish school and finished school in four years. And so she just came alongside me and, you know, helped me along the way. So she definitely has always been an anchor. And then just a cadre of, of girlfriends. And I've been in the city um, by myself, you know, up until last year. So about 22 years, I was in the city without any family. And so I raised her with my church family and girlfriends, you know, kind of helping out along the way and, um, some mentors as well that, you know, have modeled to me how to be uh, a parent and how to be a leader and a, and a boss mom overall. Boss mm-hmm. mom, 100% hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us, like, again, I mentioned that you and I met, you know, back several years ago now, uh, actually before I was a mama, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and Richard school. And so since then, I know you've been involved with some other things and you have a consulting business. Um, so tell sure. us a little bit more about what you do um, and what it means to you to be a woman of color and a small business owner. Sure. So, you know, I've always kind of been that, that girl in like traditional workspaces. I've been kind of a nomad. Um, I've done a lot of different things. I have a lot of different trainings and a couple of degrees. Um, so in the time and the place and time that you and I met, I was doing, um, I think like project management or something. I was building out um, the auxiliary programs for the Anne Richards School. Um, and I've 
you know, navigated various realms of public education, higher education and such. But now I've basically taken all of the things I've learned in all of those places um, and combined that with my lived experience to um, be able to advise and consult um, individuals and organizations. So I do personal coaching, but I also work with families who are in conflict but I also work with organizations and corporations who are trying to um, engage in more social responsibility as it relates to, to diversity, equity, and inclusion. So that looks a lot of different ways. I also consult with schools on restorative justice practices so that they can address the school to prison pipeline and overrepresentation in discipline for. Um, I do a lot, uh, but my undercurrent is equity and access and hopefully um, being able to go into rooms and be a voice for those who don't have a voice so that we can all have a better quality of life because we all deserve it. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, as you've mentioned all these things that you're, you know, just different issues and causes and ways that you're involved. If you were to pinpoint, you know, three issues or causes that are near and dear to you that you, you know, put forth effort into for the rest of your life, what would those be? Um, I think it would be service. Um, authentic leadership. And hmm, kind of have a toss up. Um, let me actually back up. It would definitely be um, authentic leadership, but I think, you know, um, service and action is what I call service or faith in action is what I call. Um, I, everything I do is rooted in my, my own personal faith. Um, and so faith in action and service. So I could pull that in. And then the last would be social justice. So social justice, faith in action, and then authentic leadership. Very nice. Very nice. I'm, um, I'm going to interject go real quick. Sure. Because, okay, so when you learn that, I guess, right, from your grandma, mm -hmm. how do you do that every day and not get exhausted? How do you, how do, you do it? <laughs> um, you know, I, if you noticed earlier, I said show up, show up as my best self. And I think part of it is giving ourselves permission to know that that's going to look different on different days. Okay. Right. I'm yeah. actually doing a um, book club right now. Um, I have a Facebook group called black Austin mamas um, that I started in 2019 and it's about 2,800 women. And right Ooh. now, one of the things we're doing is a book club on this book called no more perfect moms. Oh, okay. Nice. And I know um, we're both writing that down. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It is a good one, but you know, in, in that it's like just doing the best you can like even as a parent I, my 19 year old she um graduated with honors and all the things um but she struggled through school because she has test anxiety and later we found out she had adhd but she graduated with a 4.0 but i never put expectations on her to make all a's or to take this many you know honors classes my only admonishment to Celeste was 
give your best. And if your best is a C plus, then why would I ask anything more of you? And so I have to take that and turn that inward for myself. And that some days my best is like a dirty kitchen, <laughs> but kids that are fed, right? Yes, they're fed, but please don't so, walk into my house. Yes. There you go. <laughs> No, I think that's, I think that's the real deal, man. I think people are real over um, any suggestion that things are going to be all good and gravy and perfect all the time. And even trying to hold up that facade, like people are just, I don't know, at least that's, I'm over that's it my sure. vibe. I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand how that's real. Like, where, who are you? Where do you live? Like what is happening in your life? Like, <laughs> I don't know anybody like what you're talking about. So yes, I think you are just over that altogether. Um, yeah, and great. Thank you for that book recommendation. Also, we have a book club. And so yeah, I want to put that one on our, our recommended uh, list there. Um, so it sounds a little bit like you, um, you talked about, you know, uh, your, your oldest daughter, and, you know, it's probably clear to see or, you know, that you certainly have inspired, you know, her in, in many ways, and, you know, your uh, younger children. Um, you know, is there anything in particular? Uh, I guess the authentic leadership would be one of them, but what would you like to inspire uh, within your children about community and leadership? I imagine some of the things that you mentioned earlier. Um, anything else? Um, you know, I, I just want them to be good humans. And um, there's a quote that is, I, I'm a quote person. I said I was going to actually write a book based on all of the quotes that are kind of like my anchors in life and one of them Mm -hmm. is service is the rent that we pay to live on this earth right Mm -hmm. right and so Mm -hmm. um in whatever that they do um that they do it in a way that doesn't just serve them but that serves others how do you teach them that um you have to teach them that by doing that. Okay. <laughs> you know, we can, you know, as moms, we can say a whole bunch of oh, things. Oh, wait, you want me to put work in? No, 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 no. I'm just <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can say a whole bunch of things, but um, they read between the lines based on what they see us do day in and day out. One of the things that I did growing up with the lesson I do it now with my two little ones is that every MLK day, I tell my kiddos, it's not a day off, it's a day on. And we are actively involved in some type of service activity or participating in um, an event that brings awareness to and honor to the civil rights movement. Um, And so they know that's not a day off from school. And and I really try to model that. Um, And my daughter now, you know, her dad is an attorney, (laughs) but she's in school um, to, get a sociology degree and then go on to become a social worker. So I never told her that that's the path that she should go, but you know, she walked this journey with me and that's where that's led her thus far. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to chime in there. Like uh, we, you know, like I said, we were our book club, our first book, we were reading Daring Greatly. We just met up this past Sunday mm. for our I first love like, Brown. together. Oh, oh yeah, she knows. Does, right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, if somebody doesn't, I'm like, what's wrong? Like, how do you not like her? But anyhow, the, the last chapter is, is a wholehearted parenting. So exactly what you said, Nakenya, you know, we have to do it. The question for parents is, are you the adult that you want your child to grow up to be? If you're mm-hmm. not, 
do not expect that from them. Do not, do not have some, you know, uh, idea of who your child's supposed to be because that's who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? If right. you want to be something, if you want them to be something, then you need to put in that effort and time uh, and energy that's, first. That's powerful, women. <laughs> so, I mean, that's it. Are you the parent? Are you the mama or whatever that um, you want your child to be? Are you the adult, you know, that you want your, your um, child to be? I think that is, that's the Absolutely. question people you know, should be I, asking. Mm-hmm. There's a um, a story that I tell and I've told to my children, and um, it's the story of a group of people, one that was in heaven and the other that was in hell. And these people are sitting in a room, exact same room. They're sitting around a pot, and it's a pot of soup, and they have a long-handled spoon. And in one room, they're starving. And the reason why they're starving is because the, it's a long-handled spoon. So there's no way that they could get the soup and then reach their mouth um, mm-hmm. with the long-handled spoon. And so they're starving. And in the other room, everyone is well-fed. And the difference being is that they have taken the long-handled spoon and they're feeding one another. Oh. And that's the difference between in that scenario, heaven and hell. But I, I mm-hmm. illustrate that to my children, that if everyone is, you know, mm-hmm. taking care of someone else, then we all can be taken care of and they have a part to play in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really nice. Thank you for sharing that. I had, I feel like I had heard that, but it's been a very long time. It kind of vaguely remember that. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. So I've um, never heard yeah. that. I have to say thank you for sharing it because I've never heard that. And it makes true sense. And when we help, we feel better. And Mm -hmm. it's not when it's a non-selfish help, when you're doing something just to be good, right? You're feeding somebody else so that they can be fed. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're doing a lot of things and you're managing a lot of things and you're just you're living life and enjoying life and all that kind of stuff. If you weren't doing like what you're doing now, you know, the various things or whatever, like what would you imagine doing? Or maybe there's something you want to add to what you're doing. I don't know. What, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't doing Nakenya as you are today? Um, I think I'd be doing what I'm doing no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only difference would be that I wouldn't be bound by the expectation that my ability to live is hinged upon it. And what I mean by that is I'd be doing this work regardless, but I wouldn't have to worry about money in order to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my dream, like to be able to wake up every day and like, give my gifts and talents to the world and, you know, lean in and, you know, it not, not have to balance like, okay, but is this going to pay my bills? And unfortunately, you know, for a lot of people that is the reality and especially for marginalized communities that don't, Mm -hmm. you know, come to the table with the same level of resource, you know, we end up doing more and being tired because we have to do it to make money to survive in addition to, you know, our passion. Absolutely. 100% right there with you, girl. <laughs> 110%. Um, well, those, um, 
yeah and that's that's honestly what i think you know the world would be would benefit so much if if we all you know not even just women but in particular women um you know be able to go out and do the their passions and all this that they have but again there's so much that inhibits that you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I, you know the three of us on this call even though we're all very different have different backgrounds we've got our very own unique experiences and things like that um you know there's just we're privileged in a way to be able to even be able to he be here together and speak you know our truth and speak to things that matter to us so again i appreciate both of your time today um what uh closing remarks anything we want to close on um it's been such a pleasure nakenya oh no we just lost nakenya hey nakenya you back hi <laughs> <laughs> no worries. So yeah, I was just asking as we were going to close out here, any, any last uh, question? I think you had a question, Lauren. And then McKinney. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you had mentioned at the beginning, um, the AALI. Mm -hmm. What is that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I didn't even talk about it. So that's one of my one of my day jobs. <laughs> um, the African American <laughs> Leadership Institute. It is a leadership institute that is geared towards um, black professionals in the Austin area across industry um, in order to basically like fortify them, inform them and provide resources and access um, so that they can go back out and be civically engaged. The quality of life um, specifically for black Austinites, but overall for Austin as, as yeah. a whole. That's awesome. Because yes. awesome. when it comes down to awesome, yeah, Austinites are Austinites. When we're again serving the community, you know, it, it benefits everyone. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Any um so so any closing remarks from you, Nikenya, or anything that you would like any of our listeners to know about? Any, you know, websites or anything that you'd like them to reckon to, your business page, anything of that nature. Sure. Um it's free advertising, I see. <laughs> um so I um have my my business that helps families is we restore families.org. Um, and drop by there. I provide mediation. I provide, um, guardian ad litem services and supervision. And I do it in a way that is transformative and is centering children. Um, and I try to make sure that I'm also an affordable option for families. Um, and then my, um, my consulting business for DEI is Real Solutions Consulting and Coaching. Um, you can reach me on pretty much any social media um, by typing in my name. It happens to be a little bit unique, Nikenya Wilson. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that would be it. Um, if you want to know more about AALI, um, all you have to do is type in Austin AALI and you can learn more about that there. Wonderful. Well, thank you both again for being here. And uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, I think you're our last guest of the month, Nakenya. So thank you. Thank you again. And uh, if you're listening, thank you for tuning in and come back again next time. Um, next month, actually, our theme will be on wellness. So we'll be picking up some conversations around that theme. Until then, stay Ooh. bold, mama. For joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we would love to get to know you in the Mama Wears Pants community. 
Learn more and apply at mamawearspants.com. Stay bold, mama.